0: Hey, you guys, uh, this is going to be story time with Bobby Erickson. Recently, I talked with Bobby, the local legend, former pro, all things baseball. Talked to him recently about Casey, his son, who is our next episode. And at the very end of our interview talk, he had some some cool stories he wanted to throw down. And I thought they were so good that I had to put them out there. So sometime we'll, we'll have Bobby on as an actual guest. But for now, enjoy a few uh, great stories from this local legend. You want to hear them real quick? Yeah, I got it. Okay. here. This is. These are both true stories. Okay. Uh, the, whenever the guys get together and have a few, they always go, Bob, tell me that. The first one is um, when, when my brother Roger was pitching in, when he was up in Minnesota. My dad and I, we go up to see him pitch on the weekend. He's not pitching until Sunday. So this is a Saturday morning. He goes, hey, if you guys want to hit some golf balls before I got to show up at the park, they had a 1 o'clock afternoon game. No, it was a night game. So he said, you want to hit some golf balls? And I said, yeah. He goes, okay, uh, me and my buddy will meet you there. I'll tell you where you go, and uh, we'll meet you at this place. So my dad and I go to this golf place, you know, um, the place where we're hitting golf balls, the golf range, you know. And uh, it's not open yet. There's a white building, big electric fence all around it. And, boy, it's got warning signs everywhere. So they must steal balls. Who knows what they do break in there. Well, my yep. brother pulls up, and he's got Mike Bassick. And Mike Bassick's junior, a little, about two years old, in a car, you yep. know. So we get out. We get out and uh, um, knock on – it's about quarter to nine. Don't open till nine. Our brother knocks on the door, and the guy yells, we're not open yet. And he goes, it's Roger. Oh, Roger. So my brother hits her all the time. So the guy opens the door, hey, come on in. So you walk through the door, to and then you walk through the building to get out to the golf range, you know. So we go out to the golf range. He's, getting, here, take take these buckets. My brother's trying to give him money. No, no, go ahead and hit. We we'll go outside. We we'll get ready to hit some. And my dad says to the guy who's standing in the doorway, he goes, hey, did you turn off that electric fence? And the guy goes, oh, God, no. Just about that time, little Mike Bassett, Jr., had he's left-handed. Reaching up and grabbing the fence, and the guy oh, pulls the lever down just to the last one, right there. Just we go, oh my god, and the guy goes, <laughs> oh man, I'm, uh, I'm sorry, that would have really hurt, really would have hurt him. <laughs> the, the The funny thing about the story is, in we'll see what year was it? I don't know what year it was. With Barry Bonds batting. He's got a three two count on him and the pitcher is Mike bassig Jr. And he hits seven hundred and and then on the three and two pitch, he Barry Bonds hits a seven hundred and fifty six home run, breaking Hank Aaron's record off of Mike oh, bassig Jr. left handed. Holy left-handed. shit. Holy the shit. little kid that's the little kid that almost grabbed the electric fence. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Wow. <laughs> that's crazy. I, I mean, that uh, name sounded familiar, but I couldn't bring it in yeah. my head. Oh, wow. That's That was him, Mike Bassick, Jr. The other one is I'm in spring training 69, and the uh, yeah. Cardinals said <clears throat> they just built – they put turf in in St. Louis. So they turfed the AAA field, which was in St. Oh. Pete. I don't know. It said A ball then? But they tripled it, but the 18 – tripled okay. tripled. see, I'm trying to think of AAA practice there just played there. Anyway, they practice there because oh, well, I think they tri- they did their AAA field. So they, St. Pete's field is is turf, yep. and we have in this is '69 we have a monster, uh, not hurricane, but a monster st- storm that floods St. Pete. Well, it also floods the turf field, which isn't like today. Underneath then was asphalt, yep. so it it was it had too much. They couldn't even practice. So they had to come to our minor league complex to practice, and we had one turf field so that our AAA guys could practice on it and then play on it. When they when, play, when they play went to AAA, they were used to it, and if they yeah. got called up. So they, they played there, which, by the way, their coach was Warren Spawn, and oh, wow. he had double knee surgery. his was real bull-legged, and then that year he had double knee surgery, straightened oh. his legs out. So we carried <laughs> him on a little chair over to the well, AAA field every day people took took turns two guys carrying him over to the – it was an honor to carry Warren Spahn oh god but anyway yeah, yeah. anyway this is the year that the cardinals picked Richie Allen they signed Richie okay. Allen so Richie Allen we find out of spring training that they, that the major league club was going to come practice on the Triple A field because they couldn't get on their field so we're our team, which I was in the Northwest League then at that time, so our squad was hitting in the cage. They only had one batting cage, if you can believe that, um, at that time. Of course, that, look how long ago it was. The bus pulls up. The Cardinals all get out. They're walking. They get over to the A field. A white Mustang pulls in behind, and a girl's driving, and Richie Allen gets out of that car. <laughs> he's, he only arrive with the team. He walks up. He's got a big, heavy <laughs> Hit The bat he used, he actually handed it to a guy named Ron Dyson, who I think had a couple of hits later on as a singer. Ronnie Dyson was our left fielder.
1: And okay. it, he
0: passed the bat around everywhere, so it was so heavy. I'd show people. Joe Medwick, if you ever heard of Joe Medwick, was our batting yeah. instructor at the time. He's sitting down at the end. <clears throat> Richie Allen says to Joe Medwick, he goes, Hey, Joe, hey, have you told these guys the story yet? Joe goes, I've told that's. I'm not telling that again. Oh, no, come on, tell these kids that story. These young kids haven't heard that story. And he goes, I ain't leaving it to you to tell that story. He goes, okay, I'm a rookie. He said, I'm a rookie with the Cardinals. We're playing in Chicago. And it's near the end of the season. i just been called up. And, you know, hadn't been with the club long. We were fighting for a pennant. And, He said, I hit a ball in the gap, and I round second base, and there's a throw at third, and I slide in. And I I thought he said he spiked Hack Wilson, but it could be. Maybe I made a – and he he said, I spiked him, and boy, the crowd, they're just screaming at me. Everybody's yelling at me, you know. And there's three guys sitting in the stands. they got three-piece suits on, big hats, and they're yelling at me. One of them's pointing at me, you know, the guy in the middle, and I yelled at him. Kick your ass after the verse. As soon as the game's over, I'll meet you. So the next guy hits the deep fly ball, and I tag up. I get in the dugout, and I, I'm just go ahead and run. And he goes, nobody says a word in the dugout. He goes, I'm looking around. Hey, what's going on here? I ain't a rookie anymore, and we I just scored the go ahead and run. What's going on here? And he goes, hey. And one of the guys goes, you can't be yelling people stands. I, that guy's giving me. He goes, you know who that is? I don't care. When the game's over, I'm gonna kick his ass. He goes, That's Al Capone. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, What? And he goes, That's Al Capone. That's where he sits all the time. Oh my you god You can't yell at Al Capone. <laughs> and he goes So later on in the game, Medwick goes, I had a I got a double and it hit a deep ball down on the right field line, it caught it, and I had to tag up and I go to third. He said I I said tip my hat. He says, Mr. Capone, how you doing? He goes, those guys just sat there staring at me. He said, so
1: uh, I went
0: back to my hotel that night, and I hired two bodyguards, had two bodyguards at the door. And he said, I'm laying in there. All of a sudden, the door opens, and the two guys, other two guys walk in. And my two guards, they were gone. And the guy said, he goes, "Uh, Mr. Medwick, Mr. Capone would like to see you. And he goes, I I swear I peed my pants. He said, but I knew I was going to die. He said, I walked through the hotel. He goes, nobody was in it. There was nobody around to stop him. He said, everybody disappeared. And he goes, we go out to this great big mansion. And he said, they walk in and go go through that door. Mr. Capone wants to see. He goes, I walked through the door knowing I'm going to die. And he said, Al Capone's sitting at his desk. And he's got a bat and he's pounding it on the table, on his desk. And he goes, Joe Medwick, come here, son. Let me shake your hand. I love the way you play. <laughs> and he, said, he said, I almost passed out. And he said he took me and he sh- walked around the house and he showed me and he told me all the stuff that he does for the baseball team. He sponsored every baseball team in Chicago that summer. What? Really? He said, he, he said Al Capone, I he said, I sponsor every baseball team in the city of Chicago. He goes now. They don't always know where the money's coming from. He said, "But I, I love baseball, and I love the way you play." And he goes, "I'd love for you to come back and visit me." And and Richie Allen's just like you ought to see Richie Allen laugh. (laughs) He just loves it. But uh, we're we're in shock, you know. Number one, Melly hardly ever talked to us, and he told us that story. It's an awesome story. That's amazing. You know, wow. I guess I guess it's written. It might be written somewhere. or something because cause we ask around and some of the other some of the AAA guys are are like I think Johnny Dasko, think Dasko was there because he's from street. I asked Johnny, he goes, oh, yeah, we've all heard that we've all heard those different. He said it's it's a great story though, isn't it? He says a great I story. said yeah. Wow. Richie Allen's the dude that was one. And he goes, man, Richie Allen's heard it already. And he goes yeah, and he goes it's pretty awesome. I just thought it was a great story. You get a bang out of it. <laughs> that is amazing. I appreciate you telling yep. me that. Dude, wow. No problem, man. This was amazing. Thank you so much for your time, Bob. You're an absolute yep, legend. no problem, It's been Blake. fun talking to you, brother. Yep. Okay, buddy. Right, hey, man. glad to see you moving on man. Looking Absolutely. forward to it. Yes, sir. Okay. Catch. See, see ya. Bye.